everybody and welcome to that black ass show this is Dulce Sloan your host and today we have the pleasure of talking about the movie Friday and the movies in the Friday trilogy is it a trilogy is it a quadratry I don't know it's a bunch of them movies and my guest for today is Jamar Neighbors he is a comic he is one of my favorite human beings and he gave me my first smooch of 2020 you see him on Keanu and season three of Black Jesus he's also part of the wave for Roast Battle, and he also plays one of my favorite characters of all time, Dino Stampinopoulos on his Instagram, because he's insane. So, stay tuned! Hello, everybody, and welcome to that black-ass show. It's Dulce Sloan again, and in the studio with me today, I have one of my favorite people... Let me say, you want to say your whole government name? Yep, say it all. Uh, Jamar Malachi Neighbors, <laughs> or Malachi, like my homeboy who's from Nigeria says. <laughs> Malachi. That's his, his middle name, Malachi. They like, be fucking my middle name up. It's Malachi, you heathens. Ain't none of y'all read the Bible? <laughs> Malachi. It's Malachi. We all know that. <laughs> what are we doing? So you know him from Keanu, uh, season three of Black Jesus. And as I met him, uh, the wave roast battle. Whoa! The wave. <laughs> um, we are here talking about the Friday saga. We all know this movie is one of the most quotable movies for Black people, <laughs> next to the color purple. Um. So Jamar, why did you want to talk about the Friday movies? Because because I've been I've been drawing them. <laughs> I've been drawing uh, uh, Friday characters. So I got this thing. So I got this thing. Uh, I don't know why I started doing it, but uh, I drew Ice Cube and Chris Tucker, and I just put Monday on it. And then I was like, "Nigga, you should just do the whole week, ah. but make it look like the Friday font." So I got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, but they're like different characters. Because um, it's been on your Instagram, right? Because mm-hmm. I've been seeing it come up, and I'm just like, "Check out Jamar's Instagram; it's pretty great." Um, but one of the things, talk about your Instagram. One of my favorite things, because you are. You're one of the most, uh, I've never met a nigga like you in my entire life. Oh. And it's my favorite thing because you and a damn dino character. Oh, yeah, nigga, that's my shit. Him, please <laughs> go on Jamar's Instagram. Can you tell them about this dino character? At Jamar ni- underscore neighbors. Yep. Tell them about the dino. Dino Stampinopolis. I can't with him. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I'm going to start doing those this year again. I loved him. Please tell them about Dino Stampinopoulos. I'm Stampin bringing Dino Stampinopoulos. It's, it's basically, this, uh, it's basically this, this character. It's like uh, it's this dinosaur who's trying to make it in the modern world. Oh, God. But the, the nigga, uh, that's it. He'd be wearing green tights and shit, but basically I'm playing a dinosaur. So it's Jamar who is, by the way, jacked. Um <laughs> So you just see a nigga with just back abs, front abs, <laughs> side abs, all the arms in the world, walking around with his arms bent, looking like a fucking velociraptor in these green tights and no shoes on, being a fucking dinosaur. It is insane. And I love every yeah, minute of it. That's my shit. I'm going to bring that shit back. It's so exciting for me. Now, Jamar, the Friday trilogy is not even a trilogy. It's a quality because apparently, equality, 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 
Um, I'm sure there's a word for it. I just don't know it. There's another there's another Friday movie coming out, supposed to be in 2020, called Last Friday. Who's in it? I think Chris Tucker's in that one. You think it said that Mike Epps was in it? Teasing fan. Uh, he posted something in 2018. Um, Ice Cube said in April 29th of 2019 that the script was completed and they hope to release it for the 25th anniversary of the original movie, which will be 2020. Um, but now that John Witherspoon has passed, how would they, unless you start the episode, unless you start the movie with them mourning pops, you'd man, have to. That shouldn't even, man. Because if they haven't started filming it. You know, we can't even do Black Jesus no more. Why not? John Witherspoon was in Black Jesus. What? I mean, according, like, I mean, all this information I'm getting is according to Wikipedia. But John Witherspoon was in Black Jesus. Well, just like with Boondocks. Damn. Nigga, a lot of classic shit got to go. Yeah. Oh. But somebody had pitched that because... For Boondocks, people were talking about having um, Jennifer. Why am I? Why my brain going blank? Lady, the auntie from Blackish. Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer Lewis. Oh my God, the grandma from Blackish. I met her. She's oh, great. the kids going to stay with them. Yeah, oh, wait, wait, it's wait, grandpa's wait, sister. Wait, wait. Oh, because grandpa passed, and now they got to go stay with the sister. I like that. And so, and after somebody has said it on like Instagram or like Twitter or something, Jennifer Lewis posted something and was like, "We might be in talks about this." Wow. Because that would be great. But it's it's interesting. It's interesting that uh, one person has been connected mm-hmm. to so many things. Yeah. Because, like, if he wasn't on the Wayans Brothers, I don't think <sighs> that, uh, that show wouldn't have. You don't even, like, like. I mean, we we sometimes we like take motherfuckers like that for like granted and yeah. shit like that. But like, when you realize like you never realize realize how powerful a motherfucker is till they gone. Yeah, like, that dude was a presence. Yeah, and he knew pops. Everybody, can you like? I think the last thirty years of his career was him being pops. Mm-hmm. Everybody called him pops, mm-hmm. and that was just he was the dad, he was the grandpa, mm-hmm. and that's just what he did. Because you think about. You want to talk about America's dad, nigga? That was America's dad. That was dad. America's dad. It was every black America's dad. Yeah. Like if Jennifer, because Jennifer Lewis put out that book that's a uh, mother of black Hollywood. Yeah. John Witherspoon was the father of black Hollywood. Yeah. If you want to be honest with, like, like, like that was more like than than like Cosby. You that's, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Black Jesus. Let's see. Boondocks, Wayne Brothers. I remember him in Vampire in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. being the old man with the glasses. Mm-hmm. And it's. And he was in Boomerang, nigga. He was in Boomerang. And, and his career, he started in the 60s. Yep. He started in the 60s. He did because he's like, yeah, he was 77 when he passed. So he was born in 42. So, so many. He's been working from 77 to 2019. Could you Man. imagine? When John Witherspoon died, I was like, dang, dang, dang. You know what? <laughs> yeah. You know what? <laughs> you ain't oh, fucking Jamar neighbors. This nigga's stupid. Zing. I no. can't. <laughs> I can't. But like he started out doing stand up. Yep. Back he, in the day. He used to. Uh, I think he pay, he said that he would pay his rent off for like six months or whatever, and then go hang out at the comedy club. And then like a lot of the comics like took him under his wing or some shit like that, and he would hang out with Pryor and all these motherfuckers. And oh, apparently David Letterman was his best friend and is the godfather to his two sons. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. God. So when we think about 
Because everybody was talking about, okay, the first movie, the first movie, the first movie. Uh, Friday? Yeah. Pa- I mean, what was your favorite moment from Friday? I mean, it, I... Well, your favorite John Witherspoon moment? Oh, I mean, he said, uh, he, he, just when he was being real with Cube, and then he was like, so scared to take a butt whooping these days. Mm-hmm. And he was teaching him how to fight. He was like, what you need that gun for? He was like, all you need is these, you mm-hmm. know, and... All this, he was he was actually being like uh, he he stopped being the goofy dad and would start being like a real father. And was yes. like, yo, man, you don't need that. And I was like, just get your ass whooped. You get your ass whooped, but do it like a man. Like, and you live to fight another day. Yeah, that's so powerful. You think you're a man with a gun in your hand, don't you? I'm a man without it. Put the gun down. Come on, put up your dukes. Now you're a man. I mean, it is because it's like when, especially for that time, because like, and especially with Ice Cube being a gangster rapper, mm-hmm. and because it's like we had not like the rest of the country had no idea mm-hmm. what that gangs were just really in L.A. just showing the fuck out. Yeah, it. What what also made that movie great too is that it was so simple. It was because Cube Cube did a brilliant thing where he was like because in in the nineties like you was just I think you're about to about to hit him and you're like man gangs are showing out and shit like that but Cube was like man but there are other stories to be told about the hood yes because all that they were showing us was the gang shit and they just make it live like the niggas lived in a war zone I'm from L A and I'm like it wasn't always like that I'm like the the normal days that 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 Cube showed and shit like that like like that was I mean, I mean that's just as real as boys in the hood. Yeah. You know, like there's, you know. Well, it goes back to what you because we were having a conversation off air when you got here, and you were just talking about like bad people never die. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the thing about boys in the hood, like when you see Ricky get shot, mm-hmm. and the mother's like, "This should have been you mm-hmm. talking to the the bad son. Mm-hmm. Like this is the one that was going to be successful. This is the one that was going to get us out of here." Mm-hmm. And instead, we got your Jerry Curl wearing ass mm-hmm. watching the nigga get shot. And I think that was a very interesting moment because Yo. that movie showed us that there was because they're so it was so one sided. And I'm just like, these niggas really can't be out here running around like this. But I can say those movies back then, like I think Boys in the Hood captured a very specific era. Do you think Friday gave us a very specific era in L.A. in it, black culture? It, cha- it, it changed it, it was all it was all vi- it was all it was all violence and this and this and that and not to say that Friday didn't have any violence in it or whatever but it it, it, it shined I mean it was they put they made it lighthearted yeah. you know what I'm saying like it wasn't just murder murder kill kill it was just like ha but look at this crackhead watching this dude taking shit there are normal days like that right like, like, and, and I'm like and I'm like I love that about Friday we're falling in the store trying to catch a case my neck yeah. and my back how many of us have you, yelled my neck and my back <laughs> you know what's so funny about Ezel is that uh, Willie, uh, you know Willie Hunter, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my good friend. He always says like, he always asks like, uh, like okay, like like people think that Jamar, like people think that Jamar it, is just like that around us. He's like, no, Jamar was like that in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, like how like my antics and all yeah. this shit or whatever. He's like Jamar, and I was like, I was, and I was like, I'm not a crackhead or anything, but I was Ezel in the hood. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I like like you talking about Dino Stampanopoulos. Mm-hmm. I I would do that in the hood. 
which is interesting because it's it's so interesting because it's like for you to be able to even do because of like sometimes it seems like when you're in those situations if you're a little bit different Mm -hmm. you can have pushback Mm -hmm. because like i know i'm like amongst my friends sometimes until i got around comics Mm -hmm. i never felt like people complete like theater kids yes but like and my homeboys and stuff growing up but there were a lot of times where i would just be in school or in class and stuff, it just never felt like that I was around people who understood me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when you're in that situation, people very much can target you. Mm-hmm. So I love the fact that you was doing Dino Stampinopoulos and fucking Compton, and they were just yeah. like, I just nigga stupid. Now, and just let it ride. Or were they fucking with you? Yeah, and, and not, not even saying that I did that character in the hood, but I would do stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would go to, me and my cousins, nigga, we would go to the mall, and I'd be like, hey, nigga, you dare me to wear this, nigga, and just walk around like this. And they'd be like, nigga, I dare you, girl. You know what I'm saying? And I would just, you know what I'm saying? Like, just wear I something was, wild through the mall. That energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, But I think that's a person that, we need, because Willie, um, I do know sometimes, like, especially with, like, I mean, we were never taught, like, mental health is not important in our community. Whether you're black and grew up in the hood, or Mike, me, you black and grew up in the suburbs, mm-hmm. it's still, nigga, you fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I heard, like, Che did a joke the other day, was, like, when he was growing up, you had two mental health statuses. It was, oh, you fine, or that nigga's crazy. Right, 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 right. And so... I think, because we can understand crazy. Right, right, right. But I think when it goes eccentric, mm-hmm. then it's just like, yo, this nigga's weird. What is That's this? What, yeah, this weird ass nigga. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's, it's like, we're very much, I think we've had to survive for so long. Like, the whole time we've been in America is just trying to stay alive. Mm-hmm. And so you had to learn to conform to a certain type of blackness Mm -hmm. because it wasn't just survival among white people. It was also survival among Mm -hmm. black people. You get judged from your people just as much as you get judged from like white people. Yeah. And that has to, so I love the fact that's so fun. Cause like sometimes when you're different, especially, especially like if you're a lot, like if you're living a bunch of, bunch of black folks, you can't be different at all. And you know what the fucking you know what the funny part is is like people don't like even people are so quick to dismiss even even eccentric people or whatever mm-hmm. right and I'm just like I'm just like I don't understand why people don't like we don't think that we need those eccentric people I'm mm-hmm. like eccentric people is like how you get Kanye or somebody who pushes the culture art and the culture and yeah. shit like that and it evolves that motherfucker you know what I'm saying like it'll probably taking a nigga acting like. Ezel or a dinosaur nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you know what I'm saying? It, it take a nigga like that, or uh, you know, or whatever the fuck you are to, you know, shift perspective. Yeah, it, it's a, it, we're we're in a par we're in a paradox, and we got I think we got the right to fucking man, manipulate uh, people's perspective for the better and shit like that. That's how you evolve the. Well, that's why I love your stand up because you watching you is just like. There's always been people who have never been able to pull off absurd comedy uh-huh. because they're doing it. I feel like sometimes people try to do absurd comedy as a gimmick. Right, right, right. And I think when I watch you, it can be considered absurd or it could not. Uh-huh. But it's, if you did stand up any other way, it wouldn't be genuine to you. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's I don't know, it's hood absurd, absurd, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like, oh, this nigga's just weird. Or like, it's a black absurd comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, because what? I don't think I was watching your tape and I'm just like, this nigga's out of his fucking mind. But when you look at absurd, you think of like the second season of Atlanta. <laughs> right, right, right. Because right. I was watching that going, what the fuck? <laughs> Who is this nigga in this mask? What is this? Because the most ridiculous, my favorite episode of Atlanta ever is when the nigga was trying to go to the, when they went to the club and the nigga was trying to get paid and the cat kept disappearing into the walls and they talk about that one basketball playing so rich his car is invisible. Yeah, right. And the nigga drove by but like he hit people but the car was, this nigga's just. You know how I fuck with that and Donald, like, like, like the way they did that is because it's like, it's so it's so grounded in reality and shit yes. like that. So it's like, is this real? Is this is this not real? But the but even the pace at which they 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 started to do shit like that yes. was p- fucking perfect. It's because like, it wasn't fresh out the gate. This nigga mm-hmm. has an invisible car. Right, right. It was, it was hey, a- I'm just trying to make it. I got kicked out of my girl's house. Now I'm trying to figure out what I need. All right, y'all. We're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll be back. Hope you've been enjoying the show so far. Let's get back into it. What do you think that Friday did for comedy that affected the culture as a whole? Like, how do you think it influenced? I mean, first of all, I mean, it gave us brand new comedians. Yes. Access to brand new Today's stars you know what I'm saying? Mike like Epps the, was in the it. The Mike Epps, the fucking Chris Tuckers, the Phase on Love was in it. Phase on Love and shit like that. Like these boy, like like it's like these young boy. I mean, they're my elders or whatever. Yeah, but, they're young men at the time. You know, but at the time, it, like it's cool to see uh, Fred, Fred, what's Fred Gary? Um, uh, F Gary Gray. Yeah, F Gary Gray. Like like jump like jumpstart these boys and like really really jumpstart these boys and, yeah. and, and get them. And get them popping and shit like that, and 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 even after Friday, these guys have given us like comedy classics and shit. They were in Money Talks and shit like that. Phase on Love was in Money Talks. They gave us Players Club. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, Bernie Mac was in Players Club. It's like these like gave us classics and shit like that that we could, you know. So I think that that it's always also interesting because Friday is one of the few black movies that I know regular ass white people have seen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like if some white girl telling me about Stella got a groove back and I'm like, okay, where did you grow up? Because, because why do you know about waiting to exhale? Because Friday ain't about color. No. It, it's just about a day in the life. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I and it's so funny because it's like I think about other black movies like Boys in the Hood was probably but I feel like white people seen Boys in the Hood too. It's like, wow, was that really hard? Was that really how it was? And and it and it was cute, and it was and it took cute to be like, not all the time. Well, I not all the time, but it's like actually, like because me and my cousins, like 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 growing up in L.A., like we we weren't we aren't like we aren't gangbangers, like we cool niggas and shit like that, yeah. and we know like we know gang like we know gang shit, but like we ain't. You know, we ain't like that. So our life was more like Friday than it was Boys, Boys in the, the hood. hood. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, we've been shot at and drive by and all that shit. Do I got some people in the family that came? And yeah, yeah. But like our life, as we lived, it was more like a Friday than it was. 
I can't also say it was interesting to see a hood with houses. That sounds real stupid. But mm-hmm. I, whenever I had seen, we always think as a hood, especially like in Georgia, the hood was an apart like a projects mm-hmm. or an apartment complex or just like a bad neighborhood. Right. But to just see, it's like, and that's not, and it's not trying to sound ignorant, but there was always. When we were in a bad, if you went to a bad part of town, it was run down, and you see the houses are fucked like up. Snow and stuff. on the bluff. Yeah, snow on the bluff. Shit. <laughs> the how I've never even seen snow on the bluff because I used to work over there. Um, because oh, you remember that show Bait Car? Mm-mm. Oh, Bait sh- Car. It's like niggas get in it, like oh shit, this is a random car. They oh. they leave the door unlocked, and this it's. It's entrapment. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. They leave a car unlocked. They wait for somebody to come steal it, and then they catch you for stealing a car. It's wild. Yeah. So one day my ex was watching Bait Car, and I look up, and I was like, I think they're across the street from my job. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching it, and I was like, that's my car. Like, not my car getting stolen. Oh. No, not my car getting stolen. <laughs> but they But not only were they across the street from my job, I was at work. Yeah. When they were shooting a fucking show. And I was like, hey, man. I know what side of town they're not going to put bait car, and that's where I stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting because it was, because when people think of a hood, they think of rundown, unkept houses, like, and just cars and shit in the driveway to, to see, like, oh, people work hard yeah. out here. And they, and that's, not, but that's not ever what they would present us. Because it's like, your son is gang banging, but you're, both of your parents are in the house and they work. When you think about it, when you think about it, even if you go back and look at uh, Boys in the Hood. yeah. Them niggas living in houses. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I grew up, I mean, I grew up in a house, I mean, until, like, I mean, when I was, like, younger. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Like, I was, like, and it was houses all on the, it wasn't always, like, the, pro, I it wasn't always, like, the projects and shit well, like my, that. Does like, LA really have, like, projects like that? Yeah, we got projects. We got uh, Nickerson Gardens. We got the Jordan Downs. Did you say niggas gardens? Nickerson Gardens. Ooh, okay, because I thought you said niggas and gardens, so I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I'm like, oh, it gets gutter, man. We got niggas and gardens. <laughs> Yeah, they're like these gnomes that just. <laughs> oh my god, gang member gnomes, <laughs> <laughs> fucking nigga gnomes. Oh man, I hope that's not the quote. You sit them in this. front of gas stations to scare off the crackheads. And yet, and the crackheads just ask them for money, right? Because uh, like, hey nigga, you got a dollar? I'm talking to you. <laughs> oh my god, a crackhead and fight with a gnome. <laughs> oh, why is that so funny to me? But, um, but like a cute gangbanger gnome, but still a pointy hat. Yeah, and then Cube gave, and then again Cube Cube gave us, uh, you know, Epps and Cat Williams and Damon. Uh, what's it, Terry Crews? Terry Crews. You know who? That, that yeah. nigga's been jacked since my my nigga, and he's and he's worked ever since too. Yeah, he was. I think he was just a just a bodyguard or something at a point in time. He used to play for the. He used who to play football. I think he played for the Rams, or was that Suge Knight? Both of them did actually. Terry Crews, his wife is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I do think about how, because that also kick-started off Ice Cube as being, like, a filmmaker. Right, right, right. Because he helped write that movie. Right, 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 right. I mean, not write that, but he wrote the movie with somebody else, and he wrote about, and it's just like. With DJ Pooh, yeah. And then it's like, DJ Pooh, and it's like, are we there yet? All mm-hmm. of these different movies. Cube, Cube, was the mo- Cube was the smartest one out of um out of the NWA motherfuckers, you know? Could you imagine being, the, like, well, the Dre other nigga from, like, there's Dre and Cube, and then, like, the other niggas in NWA? The one that died from AIDS, and so, then the other guy? 
like that was easy e um but we see that it launched the careers of a lot of comics but it gave us nia long yeah uh Regina King, because I remember her from 227. Right. So, show, because that was before she did uh, that movie with uh, Poetic Justice, right? It, it also gave us a girl from the Steve Harvey show. Wendy Brickell Robinson? No, no, no. Hey, Shetty Bear. Oh, yeah, she was in that. Uh, no, 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 no. No, but Paula J. Parker is the best entrance. That is the best entrance of any uh, character. Uh-huh. Hell no, hell no. Like, but that song playing when she pulls up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me tell you the number of times I wanted to pull up somewhere. Uh, Terry Vaughn, that's who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the number of times I, me and my friends have been joking around and been playing that song and pulled up and been like, doom, 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 doom. It's just like getting out yeah. the car, playing Bimbley that holes, shit. Pop with it, with Listen, it, with and as somebody from my, who lived in Miami when that song came out, guys, what a time to be alive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Truly. Truly, mm-hmm. but it's because it gave us Nia Long and her seminal short hair. I am the love interest. It gave us Nia Long as ingenue. Nigga, what do you think about this idea? Huh? I had this idea. Okay. okay. I think that we should make uh, Friday the 13th. <laughs> yes. It's a Friday horror movie? Yeah, nigga. Ah! Can you imagine that? Like, okay, okay, I already got it. Okay, so so, so Debo is obviously here's what it is. Okay, okay, S- Smokey, Smokey, uh, maybe Smokey dies mm. or something like that. Comes back, and then he comes back, and then and then he tries to figure out like like uh like a uh, like as who, a ghost or a zombie, a zombie, and he's trying to figure out who murdered him and shit like that. And then uh, I I just I just picture I just picture this. Miss Parker. Mm-mm. <laughs> Anybody with that cadence is going to be scary as shit. It's gonna be scary. I'm going to write that movie, by the way. It's going to be scary as shit. Oh, my God. What if that was like a Jordan Peele Ice Cube collab Ooh. or fuck it. You know what? You write it. Ooh. Like a Jordan Peele kind of. But Jordan Peele, so much of like a message when Jordan Peele does stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Except for Keanu. Except for Keanu. <laughs> just the, I think what was it? We Tiffany? didn't know what that was about. I think Tiffany Haddish still has that cat. She does have a cat. She called him a, a, a tectonic or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Catonic. Catonic. Yeah, yeah. I met him. He was very cute. But I was like, because I remember watching that movie going, what's going to happen to this cat? Yeah. And Tiffany got him. Tiffany got Now, hold on. I didn't but understand I say, us, but. Huh? I didn't understand us. Listen, I don't do horror. I, I did Get Out. Yeah. I don't do horror movies. And I watched Get Out, and then I saw Us, and I was just like, nope, too much scary. See, I support the culture. I will send you the seven dollars, like I like thirteen dollars, like I went to the movies. I, I can't, I don't, I can't handle horror movies. I can't do it. I didn't realize Get Out was scary until like I saw it like by myself, like the second time, uh-huh. like in my crib, and I was like, oh, this is some scary shit. <laughs> these niggas is in the. He's the only nigga in the woods with a white girl. And these bl- white people, and it be like you. Sometimes you feel that tension, like if you go around nothing but like white people and shit. I was in Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. Uh, with Jeremiah, and we were like shooting this little movie or whatever the fuck. And we went to we went to a restaurant, and I was the only black person in there. 
and not only was I the only black person in there, I w- I'm like, I'm a flashy L.A. nigga, too. So yeah. I had on my big gold chain. I had on, like, a <laughs> or whatever. And I'm just, and at a point in time, I stopped and I looked up and I was like, I didn't recognize anybody because they all looked alike. Even yeah. Jeremiah blended into these <laughs> motherfuckers. And I'm like, and I'm like, and then they brought me my nachos and shit like that. And I was looking at the nachos and I looked up and I was like, I ain't eating that shit. You know, because you realize you're the only black person in yeah, there. Yeah, and I was at the like, I, I was at the like, what did they? And I was like, I, I'm, I'm not eating this. And they brought my food out last. Mmm. You know, and I was like, mm, no, no, no. No, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Because it's funny, because we growing up, we would go to Savannah all the time. Mm-hmm. And Savannah actually has the second largest St. Patrick's Day celebration, mm-hmm. second or third largest. And so I've been out to Savannah on St. Patrick's Day, and it was nothing. But niggas. Really? It's a very, like Savannah on St. Patrick's Day is very, Savannah's very black too, but Savannah was on St. Patrick's Day is very mixed. We all let her acting fucking full. But I can tell you this. So me and my brother, for like three months, every Friday, like every Friday, when we came home from school, we would watch Friday. Mm-hmm. And you would think, after seeing that movie so many times, that when I heard Bye Felicia, I would have known it was from that fucking movie. I can't believe that that came back. Like, and that that's that's how powerful that shit is, right? Yeah. That just that piece of saying came back, right? But I think what was weird is when I started. I think when young white people started saying it, I'm like, you have absolutely no idea. Yeah, the history somebody, behind that phrase. I had to ask because I had to look it up because somebody was Rather like, you "Say nigga," because <laughs> they were like, "Well, what is by?" Somebody asked me, "Well, who is Felicia?" And they're just, and then I was like. And at the time, I had, I did not realize that it was from the movie Friday. Yeah. And I had to look it up because this other white girl pipes in and she's just like, well, you know, it's a very common, like, black name. And I was just like, stop. All, that sounds wrong. I don't know what it's from, but I know this is wrong. She's like, why? I said, like, the only Felicia I know is my auntie. Yeah, nigga, it ain't a lot of Felicias. Ain't like, a lot of Felicias. It's some Ishas, but There's a lot of, fella no, is not really in front of that motherfucker. I, Isha, all, a mm-hmm. bunch of, there. listen, a lot of Ishas in the night. Lanisha. Lanisha. <laughs> so, but I was like, Keisha. stop, and yeah. I had to look it up because this bitch was going into a dissertation. I was like, I'm not here for your TED Talk because you're wrong. Mm-hmm. I had to learn where, and I was like, yeah, this is where the fuck this was from. But it was crazy, like that one little phrase mm-hmm. popped up out of this movie. Because I can tell you my entire life up until the people you got knocked the fuck out. Yeah. I have been all over the country. I take your shoes, you big foot motherfucker. <laughs> See, I didn't remember that. I remember my neck and my back. Uh, mm-hmm. shit and uh, Chris Tucker trying to find some word of shit. Yeah. Um, which, remember Red? DJ Pooh with the red eye, nigga, and he. Oh, yeah, he come up. up. He's like, you took my chain. Yeah. My grandmama gave me that bike. Oh, 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 that chain. Yeah, yeah. Grandma gave me that chain. There's kids, like, people still dress their kids up about Halloween on characters from Friday. Yeah. I read, like, this Halloween, I was looking on Instagram, and it was uh, Smokey and Craig. Mm-hmm. Sitting on the front porch, and them kids were less. Than, both of them kids were like six or seven years mm-hmm. old. Didn't even know what the fuck they was doing. He don't have know why he got on a blue shirt and khakis mm-hmm. and a gold. He has no idea mm-hmm. what's going on. I'm just like, ah, this is amazing. Because like, what'd you think of next Friday? <sighs> the girl in it was cute. The Hispanic <sighs> chick. Oh, she was tight. Was but. That? 
That is that. Oh, oh, my favorite character from that one though is Pinky. Pinky. Clifton Powell. Pinky. I don't remember. What up, nigga? It's Pinky, nigga. Remember when they worked at uh? <laughs> he wore that pink uh. You remember Pinky? I'm trying. It's, I've only seen that movie like once. Michael Blackston was in the was in the radio store, and he was at the like. He, <laughs> See, yes, Clifton Powell date. Day they sell a job at Pinky's Clifton Powell. Clifton Powell, he's an old cat too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he's like the he's the was where he was like, tell me why you here. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, tell him. shut up, shut the. Oh no. Yes, because he's the one that's always playing a bad guy on something. Mm-hmm. Clifton's a genius, man. I mean, he. This nigga has been a villain my entire life. Yeah. If he play, he's either a villain or a preacher. Mm-hmm. You only get two gears. Mm-hmm. If he played somebody good, I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. I wouldn't know what to do. If he was sitting up like, oh, I'm mean, coming in just being like an altruistic father, I'd be like, nope, mm-mm. Yep. This character don't flip. I don't want to fuck with this. Nigga made millions of dollars just playing the same nigga. Same. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah, man, she bad. Like she was the baddest out of all the females in the like all the all the love interests. The the one in the third with the green eyes. Uh... Wait, isn't that the wait? Is Lisa Powell okay? This is the one I feel really bad because like this was I don't remember this movie that much, but is this the one with the cholos in it? Uh huh. Wait, who was the dude that was the head of the cholos? Because that nigga was fine as fuck. Um. Rancho Chuckamonga. Rancho Cucamonga? DC DC Curry was funny as fuck in that movie. Yeah. Yes, they lived in Rancho Cucamonga. Yep, with the rich uncle and shit and Rancho. Uncle Elroy and cousin Day Day. Mm-hmm. And then Debo and his little brother Sticky Finger uh Tyrone played by Sticky Fingers. Uh-huh. Tamala Jones. Tamala Jones is fine. Oh, you <sighs> uh, Jacob Vargas? Yeah, that sounds right. Jacob Vibe. Show me his. BB Joker. Yo, why was all of them niggas always named Joker or Spider? Or Puppet. Puppet. That was always so weird to me. And I'm just like, y'all supposed to be this dangerous. But again, yes, Joseph Vargas. That nigga is too fine. For real? Is that that's not who played Vinny the Jet Rodriguez in in, uh, Sandlot, is it? What? Why are you doing it? Nigga. I, just to say, I just want to say that reference. The, the Sandlot. A Sandlot reference real And that you're killing me, Smalls? <laughs> you're killing me, Smalls. Hold on, hold on. You know, because he, why did I put in Joseph Vargas and I got everybody else? Jacob Vargas, that's why. Because that's not that man's name. That is not that nigga's name at all. Hold on, I got to show you this nigga because he, it, it just fucking... That nigga look like John Leguizamo. Don't. He does not. <laughs> he absolutely does not. What I need y'all to do. What's he doing now, that guy? This nigga still works. Yeah, He's what? on that Mr. Iglesias show. Oh, Fluffy? Yeah. Oh. Gabriel Iglesias has a show on Netflix called Mr. Iglesias. It's actually a really funny show because no, Chris Garcia and Jesus Trejo are on it. Oh, okay. Uh, I watched it for It's funny. And this little nigga can Get it. He's also probably been with his wife since he was fucking 16. So I ain't got no chance. But. Uh-huh, 16, man. They, I guess they get married young. At, shut up. I'm just saying he looks like a really nice man who found his love of his life very early and held on to her. All right. 
Not me. If I <laughs> fuck with, cause the first dude, shit. If I fuck with that nigga, I'd probably, I don't know. You first, get preggers. Oh, with you don't even want to know. Just, just say the first dude I ever talked to was from El Salvador. So you let, you let him shoot it in you? No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. You're not shooting up the club without a protection. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll be back. Hope you've been enjoying the show so far. Let's get back into it. So what I want to do, so I want to make sure, because I do have uh, this segment that I do called Black Ass Confessions. Okay. And so I want you to tell us a show or a movie from popular black culture that you have not seen. Um... That I have not seen, um, Love Jones. Oh, okay. Um, I have not seen Roots. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! None of the Roots? <laughs> that shit too long. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, watching that shit. Okay, I can say, uh, I have never seen Brown Sugar. I mean, I, who who has? Uh, okay. <laughs> you have. Baby Boy. No, I've seen Baby Boy, but... I haven't. Baby Boy, you haven't? Uh-uh. Oh. Niggas wild out when I find it. I can't watch it now. I can't. You can. Every single thing... I'm telling you. Every single time this comes up, niggas like, you ain't seen Baby Boy? And I'm like, nope. Ba- Baby Boy was another, like, simple, brilliant, like, hood classic. Have you seen Cooley High? I feel like I have, but I didn't want to. I know I haven't. <laughs> I don't know I haven't and then there's some stuff that just like we can't be adding all of this shit but I haven't seen Cooley High I think I've only seen 20 minutes of Higher Learning oh Higher Learning was great okay damn I wasted that damn have you seen Don't Be a Menace of course I've seen Don't I Be a Menace knew. I don't knew. play me I've seen <laughs> Boys in the Hood too you can't act like now nah, come on I wouldn't have been able to even live wait there's a there's, I feel like there's a super hood movie that I ain't never seen before like like it was let me see. It's not Minister Society. It's, was it Fresh? What the fuck is Fresh? Have you seen Belly? Yeah, I've seen Belly. Uh-huh. When I got up older and I and I watched that movie, I was like, this shit kind of corny. It, it's, uh, <laughs> it's interesting. What's the movie with, um, Mackay Pfeiffer and them niggas sell drugs? It's not Four Brothers. No, it's not. Is that Belly? No, Cameron's in it. Hey, Mackay Pfeiffer was great, nigga. Remember Mackay Pfeiffer? Bruh, he was killing the game, and then I don't know what happened. Wasn't he in Car- Carmen? Uh, remember a uh, hip opera? Oh, God. <laughs> was it? Yeah, it was. She a, was the lead. They Lil called it Carmen was, Jones or some shit. Mm-hmm. Lil Bow no, was Carmen, a hip opera. Nah, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I, I did not give. Listen. We are running out of oxygen on this planet. I said it before and I said it again. Ain't I no am not allowing myself to use up the oxygen we have to be exasperated watching certain things. Mm-mm-mm. Makai Pfeiffer was killing it. Where did this nigga go? Dude, he was like, he was like, I, I thought that they were going to trade him for Omar Epps. You know what? <laughs> Honestly. They're like the same type, right? Yeah, because like that's my, so. Guys, Google Makai Pfeiffer and then Google Omar Epps. Omar Epps is great. Damn. Okay. They're only a year apart. One is from Brooklyn. One is from Harlem. <laughs> See, they're the same guy. <laughs> oh, to let you hear that. 
Oh, who was the other nigga? Uh, not Tyson. Tyrese. Tyrese from Watts. He from L.A. He was friend of Jordan Downs, I feel. Uh, no, he's from Watts. I not- used to see Tyrese singing on the back of the bus when I was a kid. Gross. Before he was, before he was anybody. Ew. Yeah, he could sing his ass off. Now, I thought Tyson Beckford and Tyrese were... I used to think they were the same thing, too. Overlap. But who was the other nigga who was married to Adina Menzel? Adina Menzel. Ah! He was, know, one, he was like a Makai Pfeiffer type guy? Something in that line. Where, is Adina Menzel... It's not Tay Diggs. It is. Tay Diggs! No, see, that's... It's... Okay, okay, I see. So, I basically, see the entire cast of The Best Man. Um, <laughs> Are they going to say The Wood? Or The Wood. <laughs> The Wood nigga was another, like, L.A. hood classic, bro. But didn't all them niggas go to college in that movie? They they got something like that happen. Hey, but if there was no Friday, I don't feel like there would be The Wood. No, there wouldn't be The Wood. Cause they start, that's when they start telling different stories about, like, little intricate stories about the, the well, like Because, like, with Poet, there was Poet of Justice and Jason's Lyric. It's like the 90s. It's like yeah. the 90s Hollywood discovered black people. Yeah. I'm going to write a hood classic. I want to real bad. Even if I got to put that damn dinosaur in it. <laughs> you have to have the dinosaur in it. Nigga in the hood. Like, yeah. Something. Yeah. Just going through and they're just like, like, who is that? It's like, oh, that's just Jamar. Is he touched? <laughs> nah, he's fine. Like, that nigga just Is he crazy? Nah, he's just silly. Like, no, he went to theater school for this. <laughs> he went to clown school oh, for this. Oh, this nigga acted? <laughs> like this kind of acting, kind of. <laughs> uh, he's 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 created a character. Uh we're not quite sure. He's the black Borat. He's the black Borat. Blorat. Blorat. Wow. Well, I am so glad that you came out to talk to me. Look, um, I love you, baby. You're I my love you pumpkin. too. You're my sweetheart. Uh, if anyone knows that, uh, just make sure that everybody knows. That uh, when the yep. clock counted down mm-hmm. to midnight. Tell them what it is, boo. To start that new decade. Let's go. Guess who I got them New Year's smoochies from? Let's go. Your boy, Jamar Neighbors. Let's go. Malachi Neighbors. Malachi. <laughs> Jamar Malachi Newbors. Dulce Sloan has very soft lips. Thank you, and so does Jamar. My nigga, and she had this, she had this lip gloss on, and it was crazy because it was, it, it's cold out here, and I actually needed that lip. I had some, I had some Carmax on. I was like, and she's thoughtful with it. Listen, because she's so ridiculous. Because like I had put on like Carmax or something, or like the, oh, the Dr. Bronner's peppermint. I put that on because you know, gotta make sure you. Can't come in dry. And I kissed him. And we were like, Happy New Year, Smoochies. And then he starts rubbing his lips going, Oh, yeah, thank you. My lips was dry. And I was like, You are ridiculous. But then I went to give my other New Year's Smoochies. And my homeboy was like, You just kissed that nigga with lip gloss on. I had to wipe my mouth. Kiss this corny nigga. But Jamar Davis was my first kiss. Yup. For the new decade. Dub, dub. Dub dub. Yeah. Okay, we oh, we're calling it for the dub dub. The dub dub. Uh oh. Yeah. Maybe that's the name of your hood classic. Dub dub. Dub dub. It's gonna be dubbed over with a <laughs> <laughs> with a whole other movie. <laughs> oh my god. Passion of the Christ, but it's <laughs> dialogue, but just over a hood movie. 
Like, what the fuck? Just do it. Or <laughs> like how they do like those Wu-Tang movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. You would annoy people. So I, like, remember, remember, those, remember, remember movies like that? They were like super hood. Yeah. And they were only specific to the hood. Like, you ever seen, like, Baller Block and with Lil Wayne? Mm. Like, the movies that Cash Money and them used to make and, like, or, No uh, Limit. I Got the Hookup was a No Limit movie. But, nigga, but that's, but again, going back to Friday, I don't think that that would have happened if, you know. Because after that, niggas was like, yo, we can make our own movies. Because I remember in Atlanta, you would go in the gas station, especially like in a hood, like a hood ass area, mm-hmm. and niggas had done their own straight to DVD. I think I'm in a straight to DVD movie. Mm-hmm. Um, people <laughs> would make their own movies and distribute it themselves mm-hmm. at the gas. Sta- same thing with mixtapes. Mm-hmm. They would distribute them at the gas station, and mm-hmm. then with everybody seeing Master P go gold out the trunk, mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, I could do this. Mm-hmm. Myself, nigga, you can like it's some funny ass, it's some funny ass motherfuckers just in the hood who can make some funny ass motherfucking shit, whatever. It ain't gonna go nowhere, but like, nah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'd rather go to Puerto Rico and do a movie with Alec Paul. <laughs> 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 like, honestly, but I'm like, it's some, it's niggas creative though. It's, we are really creative, but we have to be creative. And you know we're creative because mainstream culture keeps stealing from us. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. keep stealing from us, and we keep coming out with new shit. Imagine how exhausting that might be. Y'all oppressing us and stealing from us, it's and then we still keep... A tale as old as time. Fucking Beauty and the Beast, nigga. Like... <laughs> right. <laughs> but I think that might have to be, for me, if I was the oppressive dominant culture... It was just like, listen, we won't. We keep locking these niggas up. We won't let them buy houses. We give them fucked up interest rates. We gerrymandering their schools, and these niggas still end up being creative. Like, let's just how? At least like we're unlimited source of creativity. Stop! Try- is that why they're trying to kill us? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> well, we, all we're gonna do is come back is something else that you probably hate, <laughs> like gluten, like a gluten rice cake, like. <laughs> I always remember Eddie Griffith's joke about hurricanes. What did he say? Where it's hurricanes start in the middle of the of the Atlantic Ocean, which was the you know when you look at like the Atlant the triangle the, the transatlantic Atlantic, the transatlantic slave trade, hurricanes start where they were bringing us across the war. Oh. So he's just like all the ancestors just hopping up like well. Coming to fuck up your shit. Right, right. And I was like, oh, that's profound. And I was like, but wait a minute, we live. We live here too. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 uh, right. And y'all keep fucking up the Caribbean. That's mostly us. Right. If y'all was jumping to like Oregon, yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. I'd be yeah, like, yeah. all right, ancestors, you have to cross the entire country. Nigga, terrorist attacks never happen in little places like that, huh? No. What's the point? Yeah, but it. I mean, just to send a little message. Yeah. That would terrify people, nigga. If you blew up Wisconsin. I mean, that's what the Oklahoma City bombing was. Mm-hmm. The Oklahoma City bombings went a few times that a white man did some shit, and they were like, this is terrorism. Yeah. Or the Unabomber, this is terrorism. But yeah. all of these white boys shooting up shit, they're like, he's just a lone wolf. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, a lone wolf. He's misunderstood. Because you know, anytime we do shit, it represents all of our people. Right, right, right. But when they shoot up some shit, it's... It only represents what the individual. Only like, the part, only him. Well, that guy, like Dylan Rope, is like, man, all them niggas... I mean, I can go. I can go in forever. If I want to be serious, when I'm like, I'm like niggas. I'm like niggas. Never ever kill in the name. Never ever kill in the name of racism. Mm-mm. Like not in the name of racism. Like like especially not even white people in the name of racism. And we could, mm-hmm. but we never ever fucking do it. 
because white people are my friends. Ah! I don't know. I'm not trying to fuck up my development deal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I can say that we have worked. We work very well with them. Yeah. Um, when they're not asking us, they're questions. cool though, man. I mean, <laughs> look, look. Well, I mean, we can't shit on them a hundred percent. But what we can do, what we can do is acknowledge what they've done, what is happening, For sure. and what they're doing moving forward. I don't have to, I don't hate all of y'all. Yeah. But also, fuck your dad, dude. <laughs> right, right, right. Your Trump right. voting fucking dad. Quit. Go, go home for Thanksgiving and tell him he's an asshole. <laughs> right. You know who I fuck with? Real talk is Jews. Mm. Ooh. Some of them did vote for Trump, though. Jews, nigga. Okay, I voted for him too. You an idiot. Shut up. <laughs> I can't. I cannot with you. So listen. So I know you do, but like, what are you working on right now? Uh, oh, so I I just recorded my album at the New York Comedy Club. I was there. It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, it should be out um, by, by no later than February. It's called LOL. Well, I was a crack baby. <laughs> That's what it's called. This is who, this is one of my good friends. Would I say ridiculous? Would I say, LOL, well, I was a crack. I cannot wait <laughs> to see the cover to yeah. this album. It's cool. It's just me as a little kid. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm surprised it's not you as a little kid smoking crack. My mama, no, I could never. No, I wonder how my mom gonna react because she's like, "Damn it, you you wasn't no damn crack, but you turned out good." <laughs> wow. She's not crack anymore either. She's a behavior therapist now. So. Oh, okay. But, Come up, shot. Oh, she's the shit now. But you know, I I was a crack. You know. Listen, from what I can tell, you're a fully functioning <laughs> human being, or no, maybe no. it's the reason that you came up with Dino Stampanopoulos. No, I'm just creative. <laughs> yeah. Maybe why don't you give the why don't you give the crack the credit it deserves? You know, yeah, the energy behind it could be <laughs> could be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just needing a dollar. I, I am manic. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank yeah. you so much, Jamar, for coming out. Y'all make sure that y'all get his out. Um, yeah. And he is Jamar underscore neighbors on Instagram. On everything. Yep. Love you. Love you more. Friday for life. <laughs> Go pee. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Hey, friends. I just want to thank Jamar Neighbors for coming out. Mr. Jamar Malachi Neighbors. Don't get it wrong. Don't get it twisted. It is not Malachi. It is from the Bible. Uh, we talked about Friday. And we also talked about the impact that Friday had. Not only on the movie industry, but also on culture. And that reflected back onto Black America. I want to thank you guys for listening. Our creator and producer of the show is Judith Carbo. Our supervising producer is Rebecca Steinberg. Our music composer and supervisor is Brendan Solomon Lynch. Our audio engineer is Jessica Gutierrez. Our executive producer is Jason Smith. And I'm your host, Dulce Sloan. So join us next time on That Black Ass Show. Starbanks Avenue, a, podca <clears throat> a podcast network.